0: Yo, well, thank you so much for bringing up the IQ level of this podcast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the Axe and Iron Podcast. This episode is brought to you by Evaporust, the original super safe rust remover. It's non-toxic, environmentally safe, water-based formula that removes rust without the hassle of scrubbing. It's biodegradable and is also reusable several times before the solution is spent. Thank you, Evaporus, for sponsoring this episode of the Axe and Iron Podcast. I am Chris Cash from Mount Full of Metalworks, Joan Boy, my co-host Roy Scott from Vintage Axe Works, and we have a very special guest with us today, the Draystroyer. <laughs> <laughs>
1: <laughs> Andrea hey <guys>. DeLeon. <laughs> hey, what's up? How's it going? It's hot. How, how come I don't get a cool intro on my name? You're just like, yeah, this is freaking not a, your this name's idiot. Not as cool.
0: She's got a cool name.
1: <laughs> well, I'll give her it's that. A that, cool is a, that is a really cool name. Yeah, it's hot. I
2: meant it, to do that. Did you? <laughs> <laughs> it's for sure hot, man.
1: Yeah, it's a you're in Texas. digits. Yep.
2: yep.
0: Yeah. We'll put it forever.
2: Uh, I've been in Austin for like, I don't know, like 10 years. It's on and off. I've been a little. Traveling around, working for other folks, learning, picking up different trades. But Austin's been home base for for a long time.
0: Are you so? Is the it head smack in the city?
2: Yeah, yeah. So oh, um,
1: I'm sorry. So is it <laughs> true what they is it true what they say? Uh, keep Austin weird.
2: Oh yeah, for sure. I mean, it's getting gentrified, just like anywhere else. Um, and, you know, SpaceX is moving you here. Listen,
1: listen, you can't say big words like that with Chris. He doesn't know. <laughs> yeah, I have no idea what that means.
2: <laughs> well, you no guys idea. know where everywhere mm-hmm. else is getting expensive and they're pushing yeah. artists out. So, I mean, similar things are happening here. Uh, it's a progressive city. Um, but a lot of talent here. A lot of
0: good makers and stuff.
2: I'm really lucky. Like, that's why I keep coming back. Because of the amazing support system
0: here. Well, that's, that's awesome. Yeah. Crazy cool. So, yeah. we wanted you on because like i said in the little intro part you're like an anomaly to me and i want to know your story and i think a lot of other people need to know your story and know what you're doing and you're doing some really kick-ass stuff and i think people need to know what you're doing and about you
2: so give us your story you can start (laughs) at
0: the beginning i know you're a knife maker you cast you do glass blowing you're you're all over the place
2: i guess i mean i it's hard for me to just like you know do the elevator speech because i do i am all over the place um but essentially, I'm just a big pyro, like. <laughs> yeah. You know, so um, I think it just started out in uh, in college. So um, I went to I went to SCAD for a couple of years, and I started out in architecture. And uh, man, like I realized I don't do very well on like no sleep. Uh, <laughs> so right. Even though, like, I really love the idea of making conceptual spaces and like drawing with mathematically and all the engineering involved and doing more contemporary buildings and things like that but it uh dawned on me kind of like saying like I say this a lot um like I really like cars but I don't want to be a mechanic right so um as soon as I got that realization I um I saw the program at UT and since, like, I originally came from Texas, it was going to be, like, way more affordable uh, to go to you know, the University of Texas. So, their art program was a little more encompassing. So, it was more well-rounded uh, studio arts program. Um, so, essentially, um, yeah, I, they do, like, I don't know how they do it now, but how, how they used to do it was, you know, you did a certain amount of hours in 3D and 2D and digital And then other than that, you curate your your degree, you know, and uh, the minute uh, I got a chance to do metalsmithing, metals and jewelry, man, it just, I was all about it. Um, So is
0: that what you started doing? Was the jewelry part of it?
2: Yes. Um, And I I currently teach that right now. I've been teaching for like five or six years. Um, But that was like the foundation to really grasp materials and metallurgy and... Fabrication and uh, order of operations and right. like chemistry. So, um,
0: and what years was that? Started. Uh, let's see, uh, two
2: thousand nine to two thousand twelve. I graduated in December two thousand
0: twelve. So, oh, okay.
2: Um, yeah, it was. I mean, I was even hired by the school to be the metals lab technician because I was just always there. Um, But that's also where I learned how to do mold making, uh, my first experience doing foundry, installation, sculpture. um.
0: That was at UT? Yeah. That's crazy. So they have a place you could pour, like, there?
2: Yeah, yeah. I mean, they do uh, bronze and aluminum. They don't have the cupola to do iron. Yeah. Um, But that's actually where I met uh, Erin Cunningham. She had a huge impact on... On influencing my work, uh, she was teaching in Georgia State and then took over the metals program when Thelma Coles retired. Uh, and we just, like, had really, really good chemistry, and she's known for her cast iron work. It's phenomenal. Right.
0: Um, That's so crazy she, to have uh, the access to that is pretty interesting. Because yeah. a lot of places, people don't even have access to be able to do that.
2: I was so fortunate Um, she brought me on as her assistant to an invitational symposium at Donnie Keene's Foundry. Um, I didn't know how, like, like how much of an impact he has in the cast iron world as far as, like, uh, that that realm um, when you drop his name and people are like oh you what you got to pour at Donnie keen's i'm like yeah it's amazing he spoiled me because of the you know facilities that he had um, right. he's retired now but yeah
1: so how was it transitioning uh into the actual teaching part of what you're doing I mean, do you get um, meathead? Do you get meatheads in there like Chris that are just like, bah, bah, smash, smash!"
2: I get all kinds yes. of people, and and I love seeing how everybody um, reacts differently. I, you know, um, I got into art in the first place because, like, I I'm by nature really shy, and I just like to have conversation through through the work, right? Um, I never thought I'd be cut out for teaching, uh, but my friend Shalina was encouraging me to join a creative side jewelry academy. And I ended up just transitioning there as an assistant. And I realized that I had a lot more more to say than the actual teachers as far as information, like delving information. And then it just became uh, really natural. So I, I love, love teaching. It's super rewarding because I get to... I was always really, like, confused and lost uh, growing up and until I found you know, uh, just the yeah, craft yeah, yeah. world. Um, so I get to like, you know, ignite that in other people and it's awesome to see.
1: So my, that daughter's daughter's awesome. and, yeah. my first teaching experience was whenever I, uh, I was in grad school, uh, as a grad assistant, I was teaching recreation classes and I, I never knew how fun it was to be a teacher. And then then after I graduated, I was a recreation specialist for mentally insane, criminally insane people. Of course you were, of course. Sure. Um, <clears <clears throat> so throat> I I was looked up to as this you know this model citizen teacher oh, instructor, Jesus. and and it it was kind of fucking weird, you know, like I I'd, I'd never been in that position, but it was it felt really natural and really and I felt really comfortable teaching. I mean, Chris can't teach anyone anything i didn't like, even
0: know <laughs> honestly the, the part that blows me away about this story is i didn't even know you graduated high school let alone let oh graduate. my god <laughs> so andrea the guy that um you started casting with that that you said I, i'm not familiar with his name what was his name again donnie keen
2: um he's retired now but he ran keen foundry for uh, forever man uh, It's it's based in houston Okay. Uh, it's actually more of an industrial, like that's what he would do. Um, man, that place is magical. I now when you say industrial,
0: much. he was doing like machinery parts or?
2: Yeah, exactly. Oh, okay, so not, so not
0: necessarily sculpture.
2: Yeah, I mean, the furnace is huge, huge, a huge bowl ladle. Um, and even just the, the hopper and the machines that, to make molds was really fast, um, you know, this last year was my first year going to Sloss, and man, I've never had that much fun in my life. But it's a lot more work uh, when, you know, I guess it's just different, right? Yeah. You, have, you need different machinery to make the resin-bonded sand, or if you're doing uh, ceramic shell casting, uh, you need, you know, the, the right grit silica for that and and the slurry and
0: all that stuff there's a lot
2: involved in that but um
0: you just it's... dove right into that huh <laughs> yeah, that seems like super intimidating to me like i wouldn't even know where to like you're speaking a foreign language when you're talking about all these materials you're using but like it's crazy <laughs> that you just like went into this thing i mean kind of blind i mean you had friends that did it and were encouraging you to do it which is awesome mm-hmm. but um the piece is that I- i'm assuming uh, what was it called sloss event yes. and that's yeah. like a get together at his foundry
2: actually no um sloss is a biannual so they do it every two years the next okay. one is next year in Birmingham Alabama at the historical sloss furnaces so um, it's no longer um it used to be like the largest uh, like iron foundry in the country um now they say that it like it's kind of like a haunted place because so many people died there oh
1: shit fantastic fantastic <laughs> well you know it's
2: work but, yeah yeah um, it's Chris
1: uh, I just found your next vacation oh, yeah
2: goodness. honestly I highly recommend it uh I literally couldn't wipe the smile off my face the minute I got there just speaking of like this diving into this world um man like you know you know there's every trade has their like group and they all have their personalities or characteristics yep um
1: so you know uh, when no, you no, no. Iron. what are you talking about yep
2: so it's kind of like uh this immediate family thing that happens like oh you cast iron there like immediately like just family all over the nation it's it's A really beautiful does that
1: mean you got to start fighting immediately like you're all famous (laughs) (laughs) just go at it
2: yeah man yeah sometimes you know it's nothing but ball busting and
0: (laughs) it is kind of that is kind (laughs) of crazy because like like you talk about the family aspect of these get-togethers like me and you spoke briefly at uh haley's after the um Austin the Forging competition. competition. And we, like, immediately went into this huge, intense conversation with John Williams about a banner and the way it wasn't even like, yep. hey, how are you doing? It was just like, wham, let's go. Let's start talking about the things Absolutely. that are screwed up right the now. The
2: issues. The important issues. Yeah. yeah. But it was like, yeah. we
0: all had somewhat similar views, but we could all talk about it like, you yeah,
2: know, Yeah, complete strangers.
0: Yeah. Been,
2: like, it's as if we knew each other for years. Yeah. Yeah.
0: I love, what I love about, about those events. Yeah, it's it's crazy cool. That's that's awesome. But your artwork mm-hmm. and stuff, I seen when you posted stories from uh, going to that event. And I guess you get to make your own molds and then pour there. Is that pretty much what I'm gathering from that?
2: Um. Yeah. So last year was my my first year. You can sign up to take. Uh, there's all kinds of incredible uh, classes. So it's actually a conference. So there's even like a uh, lectures. So it's much much on... like a
0: banner. Like when they had the. Sort of.
2: I've never right. actually attended any of the abandoned ones, so I can't I compare it. Uh, okay. But there's anything from lectures of like patinas, artists in right. residencies, uh, how to reduce shrinkage in your molds, um, you know, how to set up your molds. But they, yeah, they do have. I brought my mold, so Erin and I just like kind of team effort. Uh, uh, she actually created a. The foundry program at uh, the Contemporary Austin. So she's teaching like this foundry class there. Uh, so luckily we we were able to uh, make some sand molds and bring them out there. If not, you need to take a a class there to be able to to make a mold, or you can just chill and watch. I uh, yeah. my friend um, Andrew Light. He's a phenomenal sculptor. Like really amazing, large scale things uh he made a joke about like how he just his the only ppe he brings to that event is uh koozie my kind of guy yeah yeah you guys would hit it off i'm
0: sure
1: yeah exactly so listen you you have mentioned abana i don't know every other freaking episode on here have i yes I don't Tell, know. I, bit, I don't I don't even know what it is. Tell artist Blacksmith is. Association
0: of North America. It's just a get together. It's like what she's talking about with the um, with the foundry people meeting and hanging out. It's just a it's just like a, a conference. conference. Yeah. It's usually four or five days.
1: You all right can you there? hear can you hear that thunder? Yeah, Absolutely.
0: <laughs> Sorry for yeah, the listeners. It, it, it is coming down. It's just a big event, meeting of the minds, and it's very similar to what she's talking about, where they talk about patina and metal finishes, and there's, like, usually seven demonstrators,
1: and I don't know. Is it always at the same place, or does it travel around?
0: It travels around. I think it's every, shit, is it every four years? I can't remember. It's every two, three, four years, something like that. Oh, it's not every year. No, it was actually supposed to be this month, and it I canceled because there's all this stuff going on. But
2: all of the things.
0: All of well, the things. Well, speaking of
2: con- uh, conferences, um, you mentioned the glass as well, and, and that's actually how I started on my path to... To doing scientific glass, so um, Which is believe it or not.
0: <laughs>
2: well, to be fair, actually, you're making beakers.
0: Job. You're just making beakers. Right? <laughs> yeah, yeah,
2: exactly. You it's asshole. <laughs> Medicinal.
0: Did it really go um, from casting the glass though? Well,
2: like, that here's the path? The, like, I was all all over the place in undergrad. Like I did um, yeah. on ceramics and stuff too. Yeah. I never, I, I won a scholarship to go do a residency while I was an undergrad to Oxbow School of Arts, and that's my first, the first time I ever did, like, furnace glass blowing. Right. Like, um, so, man, I was hooked after that, because it was, I mean, mostly, it's all physics, right? Yeah. There's a lot of similarities, like, uh, even though you think, like, they're, Completely- not for
1: chris not for chris <laughs>
2: <laughs> Glass harder, i think.
1: I mean yeah. contrary to what you believe that big melon of his doesn't it's, contain yeah. anything it's just nah. it's just like a mush melon that's all it's it a- is <laughs> <laughs>
0: so much man you,
1: you were actually in uh, chicago right isn't that where you yeah you-
2: yeah i was up there working um i was i'm supposed to be up there now um so i met I met this dude. That, there's a scientific glass blowing symposium uh, that happens every year, and one year it was in Austin. And I, uh, the only reason I found out is because for some reason, um, just to backtrack a little bit, uh, my first job out of college was was making pipes for grav, grav labs. Um, yeah, and I was like, man, no, I'm gonna get paid to have a torch. <laughs> look at, like, I'm
0: look at Roy. Roy's that. like <laughs> making pipes. I, I, <laughs> <laughs> yep yep
1: yep pipes those kinds of pipes roy Oh, nope, nope, whatever whatever you want to do i don't give a shit
2: yeah um <laughs> it's money man
1: it's yeah, money I hear you, you got to chase that dollar hey Wait, so is I'm, that I'm, you, I'm, you, you go ahead roy no i'm i'm looking at your feed i don't i don't want to get art i don't want to get sidetracked here but i'm i'm scrolling through your feed and what mm-hmm. i find interesting about it is you have it's kind of a smatter of everything. You're doing knives, you're doing some <laughs> casting, you're doing some artwork, you're doing glass blowing. Is all of this stuff actually going on at the same time or are you like filling in like old photos or or do you literally have your hands kind of in everything because honestly it all looks really freaking right. cool and really unique?
2: Uh thank you so much. Um some of it are like the our old photos, like old work, old sculptures. I haven't um, really made a conceptual sculptural piece in a long time. Uh, I'm, in the, I'm in the middle of like working on a few, but you know, bread and butter first. Like when COVID hit, I had to like restructure my whole life so that I can sure, yeah, um, yeah, yeah, manage. So I'm actually still doing a scientific, more like a quartz glass blowing now. Uh, I'm really glad I was able to do that. Um, well, just to kind of give you more context, uh, I went to the symposium because I know it's just tool porn, man. Like, the technology right. <laughs> and machinery that they have is just, like, what is this? It's just, like, mind-blowing. Um, so I always volunteered uh, to, you know, set up and set up the lathes and hook up all the hoses and all that stuff. So, um, And I met this guy there who works for Honeywell, and uh, his name is art ramirez and i never thought i'd like talk to him again really but he called me up and said that they had this like internship uh apprenticeship uh, at his work where you know it's a five five-year thing because um a lot of the the scientific glass
0: yo five years
2: Yeah, well,
0: it's kind of weird
2: because there's only one school that I know of. I think there's a couple others, but one main school that teaches is trade. Yeah, uh, Salem Community College, and um, a lot of these jobs, it's like a dying trade. It's really sad. Yeah, but Mm -hmm. um, it's like you know, a lot of universities have like glass blowers so that they uh, the researchers can have custom pieces made to move advance their science and research. Really. And I'm
0: assuming that Honeywell is, like, the lead manufacturer of those? Is that... No,
2: no, no. no. no? Uh There's all kinds. Like, there's ChemGlass and... Uh, okay. People, but, I mean, there's other companies that uh, they are outsourced to, so it's kind of sad to see that uh, a lot of these uh, university
0: shops are closing down.
2: And I'm what's actually...
0: It, what's it going to? It. Like, the... Uh, not the the custom made glass. Is it being more uh, industrialized as far as machines are doing it now? Is that why? There is that why they're some going? There
2: automated yeah? automated things, but uh, uh, for sure, like um, I, there's a lot of the same. Like quartz glass specifically is is um, really a lot more common, uh, but it's a rarer trade. So like a lot less people know how to weld and fabricate with quartz glass um then like the normal so, stuff you see
1: is like pyrex or right can you give us an example of what that would be because we're some, some, yeah I don't, <laughs> I don't, honestly i don't know what the fuck you're talking it's interesting but I, it's like it's over my head it's a foreign language <laughs> well
2: man I, uh yeah for sure so there's different just like there's different alloys and metals
1: right
0: um yeah.
2: there's different alloy so to speak of glass so glass is essentially silica with other additives in order for them to melt at a different
1: temperature uh, so okay. like
2: so what the, what
1: so what makes this one difficult to work with
2: it's like the the purest form of glass which means it melts it starts to melt at 3,000 degrees fahrenheit so that's when it starts to move isn't it so that that's super super hot hot as balls dude like so hot um a lot of the times we have to use hydrogen to to be able to really get the heat
1: so just just for reference what does normal i'm putting little air quotes around normal glass start to melt at
2: so when you just a ballpark i'm uh I'm i'm anticipating that it's uh borosilicate Man, oh that's exactly know. what i was thinking that's yeah, yeah, yeah i yeah. was
0: thinking the exact same thing borosilicate <laughs> yeah Got so it. that's
2: what a lot of like the, the pipes and like the glassware for your kitchen and stuff is made out of okay, oh,
1: okay. um
2: and it can ha- it can handle a lot of more like heat stress but not as much as quartz quartz is really really strong it can really take a beating and like as far as like stress goes because i'm sure you guys know you guys are are you know Know your Ner- metal, um, nerds.
1: Just say it. Just say, it. nerds. <laughs> no, well, you
2: guys should know your metallurgy, right? I, so I don't know stress. anything
1: about no. <laughs>
2: when you heat so. up an area, there's stress <laughs> in the grains, right? Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It's the same in glass, same thing except
2: glass. glass like blows up in your face when
1: it's, yeah. you know. Okay, Metal so doesn't.
0: sketchy. <laughs>
1: so again, so we got we got three thousand degrees, and what what's the other scale? Where like Man, I can't
2: remember. I know that the annealing temp for boro is.
0: She's uh, over here giving us shit about metallurgy, and she can't tell us what the temperature is. <laughs> <laughs> <are>
1: you, you're <laughs> an, an asshole. <laughs>
2: says, melts. Yeah,
1: uh,
2: I know annealing temperature is ten fifty for boro. Okay. Shit.
1: Hmm. so um. the so the other stuff is three times as hot but you have to get it three times hotter than normal shit i mean just kind of a swag mm-hmm. here
0: yeah. because
1: listen we need we need to dumb this down for our listeners because they're all of chris all spring. seven <laughs> people
0: <laughs> so what is the course so, glass being used for you said the other stuff's like yes exactly stuff. what's the course stuff being used for
2: so say that um like a, a lot of the stuff that that they were doing their uh, reactors. So they put them in little furnaces and they make reactions in them. So I'm trying to really... Oh, like yeah, momentum, okay. I see, yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. So there's yeah. sometimes there's little filters in there or they're trying to catalyze something or some something or other. So they need a vessel that's inert, which means it doesn't oxidize or anything right. like that that won't contaminate whatever solution is in there that can take the heat and won't break. Right.
0: Take the um, heat. She's, she's bringing up the, uh, she's bringing up the Who's knowledge it? level. Of this podcast. Oh, I know, seriously. I know. I don't, I don't know,
1: how I, how I feel it. know I about You should feel threatened. You should feel threatened, big boy. No, <laughs> no. It's super
0: interesting. I can't believe you're doing all of this stuff, though. It's kind of crazy.
2: like. I, so I, I mean, once you get, um I mean, in art school, that's where it all started. Like, yeah. I looked up to a lot of the, the artists that I loved who just seemed to know how to do it all. Like, so like Tom Sachs or Yves Hesse or, um, you know, I was really into Nam Gabo, but all these other artists, they knew how to do
1: Lots of everything different stuff. in
2: order to, in order to, to like really communicate what they were trying to say. Like it wasn't about necessarily staying with one particular medium.
1: So if so, someone put a gun to your head and said, pick one now, or yeah. that's it. Not, nope. Happening. Nope, nope. Not happening. Nope. No. See, I get uh, that question all the time. You just roll over and go, eh, nothing. And just... yeah. <laughs> you got,
2: yeah. You got to to. Go ahead and shoot, man. Oh,
1: come on. One. Um, one like, one's got to be your favorite.
2: I am, um, I think maybe at the, this current time right now, I am uh, more into the glass. And And okay. maybe it's because it's harder and it, like, makes That's you go through fair. all kinds of existential crisis when you're working with it because it's. So what uh, is,
0: without sounding like a idiot. Well Here I, mean, we go. I am I am gonna sound like an idiot because I don't Here know about what you're talking about. Is that Here a glass go. lathe? Because I'm sure other people are wondering yeah. like what the hell is that? It's a glass that's, lathe.
1: Yeah. I saw that also. They're that different. thing
0: is insane.
2: I love those things. I, I think that's what I'm saying. Like I when I saw them, I felt completely in love, I'm actually about to throw down on one
0: because if
2: I'm gonna be stuck here.
0: But the big ones you in... we were using, they were in Chicago, oh, right?
2: Oh God, yeah, I love that link yeah. way so much.
0: You guys, <laughs> so, you guys can go for you guys listening, uh, go to the Dre Stroyer on Instagram, um, and you can see all these crazy cool machines we're talking about and the stuff she does.
1: Check so, her out on Instagram, cause
0: it's badass. Yeah, how that, much are one of those things?
1: Dallas in on price, that's ben where we're. Like,
0: Chris, Chris, and I,
1: Chris and I go the same way. Like, 50,000? Uh,
2: they can get to that yeah.
0: point. Uh, like, that you big know, one you work on up there, that's got to be pretty. Dude, ex- that thing is huge.
2: Dude, the one I work on now, the bed is 28
0: feet long. It's what?
2: fucking Shit.
0: huge. It's so what they, massive. What do they do with, like, what, what would you put on there? I, like, I
2: resize quartz, so, um,. I got this job because uh, the school shut down because of COVID and shelter in yeah. place. And I like, I, you know, there's not that many quartz welders out there. I, I yeah. pulled that card out. I was like, I reached out to all the glassblowers. And, and so fortunately um, I, I was able to, I mean, that's what I'm I think all the people that I know that are in the trades are the ones that are like still good with their jobs.
1: So um, how do you go? How does one go about acquiring one of these machines? Because it's not something that I've ever seen anywhere. Let
0: me give you a little context what he's talking about. So when <laughs> Austin told oh me God. that you were going to be at maker camp, right? Because I, uh-huh. I kind of like corral all the blacksmiths. Here's my response. No more fucking blacksmiths at maker <laughs> camp. <laughs> he said, he said no, no, no. Blast. He said, no, she's gonna do. She's gonna do the glassblowing. I was like, oh shit, that's badass! I was pumped. There. I was like, hell yeah! So Man,
2: yeah, yeah. I am gonna take my torch up there and just do some some demos. And I'm kind of glad because uh, I'm around a bunch of metalsmiths because you guys won't know if I'm fucking up or not.
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. But you know what? You know what else is good about that? About demoing at Maker's Camp. I had to tell a bunch of the blacksmiths last year. I said. This isn't a blacksmith event, so do whatever the hell you want. The maker crowd is, like, they're doing everything, right? They're doing woodworking and, like, yeah. making furniture and stuff. They don't know if you're screwing up the hammer eye or punching a hole in a hammer, you know? They don't, like, they, they don't get it. I'm like, don't treat this as... Because, you know, cause they started off and they were being all serious. And I'm like, relax, guys. Just have fun. Make it fun. So, yeah, you'll have a good time, though, if, if it ends up happening. I can't wait. Yeah, yeah.
2: I'm, uh, I'm hoping they don't cancel it. But, uh, yeah, I'm...
0: I just the only way that'll, and... that will that it'll get canceled is if New York State, uh, you know, steps in. But as far as where uh, it's being held at and everything, I don't think Austin has any intention of canceling it, depending on how things go. Who knows?
2: Man, this place yeah. is such a shit show. The world like... is weird right <laughs> now. Oh, man. Yeah, I mean, I think that's that's why I've been making, like, these, uh, just investing in, in these machines and stuff, because... Um, well, so I'm you dodged my question.
1: It. Where Where do you find these machines? Where okay. Where like so, where the fuck are these things? <laughs> you got
2: You got to dig deep because. Yeah. Um, okay, so there's three major companies that make them. Uh, Scientific glass has always been around, right? It's just like you don't see okay. it because it's like R and D stuff, right? right? Okay, so there there's up. there's Herbert Arnold. They're based in Germany. Heathway, based in the UK, but that company is no longer in existence, but that, those are my favorite. Um, the machines are still around, it's just, you know, the company is not. And then there's Litton here uh, in the States, uh, L-I-T-T-O-N. So there's blogs, and there's also... I'm a member of the, the American Scientific Glass Association,
1: or of course magazine, you are. That whatever. that sounds very prestigious.
2: Yeah, it's it's uh that's where I get like the very exclusive magazines. <laughs> uh. <laughs> I, I yeah. pay ten dollars a year right and I get a
1: magazine. Uh, that's cool. Man,
2: there's a lot of good info in there, but uh, I mean that's where you get a lot of resources. So sure, um, yeah, yeah, they yeah. Have...
1: It's that. where all the nerds unite, right? Yeah. Man, we all we I all have out
2: a out so hard. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that's <laughs> awesome.
2: It's so cool. Yeah, so I'm I'm, yeah.
0: I'm looking at these machines and a cheap one is like sixteen grand. Yeah. From A Cheap one,
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. So yeah, that's gonna be a pretty hefty investment.
1: Does uh well, you think... I have my slices There you um, go. Do you think yeah, Andrew has a, anything? There's a guy up in,
2: in Chicago that that's He's sold shaking them his head
1: now.
0: Wait, there's a guy in Chicago that might have some for sale. Yeah,
2: um, I have a friend. He's actually in town right now. I met in Chicago, um, and he's the one that showed. It's Victory Machines. Uh, is is what the place is called, and that's all he does is he like pretty much hoards <coughs> these glassways and uh, fixes them up and sells them. So that's a really good resource.
0: What's the, the gas dip- you're using for those? I use propane. Oh, is it? Okay. Wow. Does it go through a shit ton of propane? Like that big one you use?
2: Uh it goes through more oxygen than the
0: propane. So it, when I you mean, light like, that it's just I just was like, how big is the tank? Is it like or is it like a thousand gallons outside?
2: Dude, yeah. I use I use like in my shop, I have I just have like a, a bench. Yeah. Uh Bethlehem uh, bench torch. But it's just one of those like fucking H-E-B propane tanks and then I get the, a tea tank. Um, I'm going to get another. Okay. Uh, she
0: clearly store. lives in Texas for all the other people that don't live in Texas. Oh, H-E-B sorry, yeah. <laughs> is a grocery
1: store in Texas. I, yes, <laughs> I saw your that, face go blank. <laughs> I don't seriously. I, no yeah, disrespect to you, but I in Texas. seriously no idea what you're talking about. It <laughs> sounds super cool. Uh, so I got I got a question yeah. for you. And I don't know if this is dumb or not, but I don't give a That's shit. It. Um, it so is. do 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 they make fair enough? Do they make <laughs> like uh, like a hobbyist version of these lathes? I mean, because in shit, you can Michel-
2: use a you can use a drill, anything that has a motor and a chuck, man. Like really, anything that spins. You know, think about what a lathe actually is, right? It's just like a chuck that holds stock. Yeah, that spins around, right? <laughs> yeah you know so uh i when when i was first making pipes like they just had a, a bunch of stations it was just like a drill press chuck on a motor like with a belt belt driven i mean that's it so it was just chucking wow inside on
1: so okay so i'm trying to wrap my head around so why are these why are these other pieces of equipment so rare and so hard to find i mean i guess they're just more specialized for what they're they're them? calibrated
2: for, first of all, like, the the bed. So, like, some of these machines have a, a, a carriage burner. So, like, a bunch of... Basically, a ton of torches in, like, a circle that run around the bed. So, you need a machined bed... That goes like throughout the whole length of both chucks, right? Okay. Like yeah. a like a
0: metal like a metal lathe.
2: Exactly. Yeah. Uh, so you need like the the stub shaft needs to be like machine straight and like heat treated. And then like the the chucks, they can be planetary or scroll chucks need to be true, right? You don't want anything mm-hmm. wobbling around. It's just like a, a regular lathe except uh, you know I think the whole thing that's tooling. throwing us off
0: is Everybody like tries to avoid fire and (laughs) glass. You're like, oh man, I'm all about (laughs) it. Yeah, you're all about it. I just sent you a video, Roy, of what she's talking about with like the five heads and crazy lathe stuff. Yeah. So yeah, uh, artwork. You you're moving fast, very fast. Go from 2013, I think you said when you graduated. Yeah. And you have your BFA. And and you like seven years now. You're into everything.
2: Yeah, I mean, out of, out of college, I was, like, wanting to be a sponge. I actually structured my life in a way that I could go do artist residencies and go take opportunities. I made a lot of sacrifices where I didn't have health insurance right. for, like, a long time. I think but a lot of people, teaching gig that's,
0: a, that. that's a good thing to bring up because a lot of people wonder how uh, some of us do what we do as far as... Uh, you know, how can she go from Chicago yeah. to Texas to, to back to Chicago and glass blow and port foundries and make kick-ass knives. Like, how do you do that? Finance sacrifice.
2: Oh,
1: sac- <laughs> <fucking> <laughs> so off. much
2: goddamn sacrifice. Yeah. Yes. Um, I have blood, sweat, and tears, and, and I mean, I've been single for years because it's just like, it can't, like, when am I going to have the time? Right. But, and also, even if I do, like, I, this demands so much of my time and energy that, like, a lot of people, it's interfered. I almost feel like a masochist sometimes. I don't know about you guys, where, like, I, I fell in love with this thing that is so bad for me socially, <laughs> financially, <laughs> health-wise. It's totally destroying my health.
1: Dude, yeah. um, all of us are social idiots. We're like, right. seriously, the, Corona has been a godsend for I, us, freaking idiots. Like, oh, I've been social distancing my whole life. Yeah, of course. Like, look, yeah. like, look, <laughs> what, look at the yeah. kind of stuff that we do. Of course, we're but all by ourselves. Also,
2: like uh, being proactive in, in pursuing opportunities, right? I, I went out to LA. Just like, you have to like be able to to risk, like upending your your world and your life to you can say it you, you
0: got you got to be able to risk to go broke to go do what you love right well it's
2: not even that do what you want yeah. I went I went for a job yeah I, I literally went to go work I went yeah. to go work in Chicago I went to go work in LA here I teach and I, I offset when I teach it's like really like I'll be teaching a lot one month and not the next so I offset that with making knives
1: yeah so Um, let's get into your knife stuff real quick if you don't mind this is a good little segue oh shit god (laughs) so um i notice on here that your, i mean your your handles you notice she makes sick-ass fucking knives yes they're they're (laughs) totally (laughs) unique than from what everybody else is doing yeah
2: i try not to look at other people
1: too much but yeah so that's actually good thank you for doing that so whenever i got started in acts restoration i followed a whole bunch of freaking accounts it's like man he's awesome she's awesome fucking high five and then i was like the fuck all these people i'm not Everybody's watching I don't, I don't i don't want to look at what they're doing i don't want anyone outside influence i'm just going to put my freaking head down and do what i do and then all of a sudden you make a product that's uniquely you and these knives i mean it's a perfect example I, i've never seen i'm looking at this little knife here i what are you little warm-up blade to get the momentum going again so it's got a damascus blade um it looks like hollow uh, ground yeah i don't know all the terminology but the 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 handle looks amazing what kind of where are you getting your scales you have like a um do you have a like a special i don't know i know she's got a guy well, She's got a guy. some people a sure are guy. Guy. <laughs> yeah. To be honest, I, I hit up
2: uh, random sources and, and pick and choose. I kind of um, usually always have a stash. And <laughs> stash and it,
1: pipes. And she makes <laughs> pipes and <laughs> yeah,
0: stashes. You, yep. know, it. you know what?
2: You know what it is. But yeah, I, I basically just kind of whenever I need, you know, someone wants a particular kind of handle, like for example, that one, I probably. Um, had just gotten back from L.A., I think, and I was mm-hmm. trying to, like, get back going. And I, you know, a lot of this is also relatable to, to the glass thing. Like, I I trained under uh, Thomas Rucker for, like, one week, and everything else was self-taught. So a lot of the times, I don't know if I'm not doing, like, I know what needs to happen. I know the, how to, right. the heat treating needs to be proper. I know, like, how the handle needs to be put on, like, all that. There's certain things that you need to have dialed in. Other than that, I don't know if I'm doing it wrong. So it's just kind of like I do it the way that I want. If you want it, cool. If not, go to Academy and buy a fucking $60 one. I don't care. Like, <laughs> it's awesome,
0: Yo, you man. went and hung out with, uh, we have a mutual friend and Steve Schwarzer. I love him. That, that looked yes. like a great time and an awesome education you got there.
2: Man, yeah. Those, him and Laura are just so amazing. And Neil, I, I actually owe that experience to Neil. Um, Neil uh called me up and, and was wanting to do, I think he was doing uh something with Recoil Magazine, and right. uh, he wanted to feature another female maker, uh, to bring them down to train with Steve and Laura, uh, because Laura also had uh, a hard time, uh, you know. Being a female in a male-dominated industry, yeah, um, and so her story was really touching. Because I mean, things have gotten a little better, but I gotta, I gotta admit, like it's, it's not.
0: It's a pain in the particular. fucking ass. You can oh, say God damn it. damn
2: it.
1: Yeah, you can <laughs> yeah, say it's a dude, pain in the so. fucking ass, dude. Don't hold back on yeah. our podcast. Look seriously. We, I'm not um, trying to, but no, I don't. We had, don't. We
0: had a discussion before we had well before I messaged you the other day, you actually are our first female guest. And we were thinking of different makers and not not necessarily just females, but we had a bunch of different people. And I was like, yo, this fucking this woman is doing some fucking badass shit. And yeah, know, she need people need to fucking see it. <laughs> it's like guys. seriously. You're fucking all the crazy the crazy part is is the um the amount of different things you're doing. You're not just focusing yeah, on one really. thing. And I, and I know grown ass men that have been in it for a long ass time and they don't have that kind of focus that you do. Cause I can see you're not just, I, don't, I wouldn't call it focus. <laughs> well, well focus as far as uh, trying to learn as much as you can is what I'm talking about. Not just necessarily focusing on one thing, but you're trying to, you're trying to get as much information in your brain as possible. And you're not uh pigeon yourself to knife making, to casting, to, to, Making glass for people. Oh fuck. Yeah. I
2: think Jesus. I yeah, I, I don't like being cornered or like yeah. like put in a box in in a way. Um, where are you selling I,
0: this stuff? Dude, That's a good Instagram. question because, like, <laughs> yeah, the casting like some of these casting pieces are insane. Are they all sold? Are they all gone? Like, what's up with that stuff? Um, no, I went no, to your no, website, so... I don't see them on there, like, for oh, sale.
2: They're, I mean, they're on there. I've yeah. a few them I still have around. Uh, I was gonna have like a, a solo show in New York this year, but that kind of fell apart. Uh, um, like in I the was, city, uh, yeah, um. I was part of a collective, too, that ran a gallery here in Austin. Uh, it was a 20-member collective. So yeah. we, we threw monthly shows and, like, exhibited. and So I'm, like, really familiar with art installation and curating and things what, like that. So.
0: What art show were you at last year? Or maybe it was this year. Was it this year? Me? Yeah, you were ragging on all this bullshit art that was on on display oh, man. where was that oh
2: oh uh, basel in december
1: yo that was some bullshit ass art oh those people.
2: my god <laughs> i love calling people out on their shit but uh um,
1: what what know, do tell whatever, i don't know $10. i don't know what y'all are talking about this sounds well, it
0: all like, juicy i know you heard about the banana tape to the wall shit right did you ever hear about that roy i was there yeah <laughs> this guy <laughs> sold a fucking banana duct tape to a wall for hold like, on
2: hold on As soon as I heard that who it was, everything made sense. Wow. So that's Maurizio Catalan. Okay. He just loves to punk the Arden. I was going to say, is he
0: trolling the Arden? Totally, totally.
2: He's been doing it his whole life. I absolutely love it. He actually had a retrospective at the Guggenheim in New York. And instead of having everything on the walls, he had everything just hanging in the middle of that building, I don't know if you guys are familiar with how that building is structured. No. So basically, mm. like, did the exact opposite of what should have
0: happened. So okay. what? What what did that banana sell for? To see. I can't remember. It was There's like 1.5 ridiculous. million or something.
1: It was yeah, a banana nah.
0: duct tape to a wall that sold for like 1.5 million. But along with that, in the gallery, she had posted a series of stories where it was like. Bullshit art exhibits like <laughs> trash falling out of a trash can that people like, were like
2: I have a love hate relationship <laughs> with with the art world. I there's nothing I want more than to be I an mean, actual artist, but I also gotta feed myself so that's where the For anybody going, that right? saw
0: those stories, I don't think it was love hate, it was pure hate. Because <laughs> well, I very much here's remember the thing. putting here's your the bullshit. Thing. You art can't bullshit
2: these- <laughs> a bullshitter,
1: right? Yeah. Yep. Oh.
2: So, um, there's a lot of phenomenal work out there too. Basel, just to give you guys some context, is, uh, it's an art festival in Miami. Uh, they also do it in, in Basel, Switzerland. And I think there's, there's another one in, oh my God, what was that place in Italy? With it was the in the Italy. Boats.
0: It was yeah. the, Itali- the Italian place. The, the yeah. Italian, Italian place, place with the
1: boats. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
2: Yep, um, anyway, so it's it's a massive art festival, and so I... I Is it really,
1: Venice?
2: Yes, Venice. <laughs> Thank you. Man. I win.
0: Jesus I win. Christ. <laughs> the fucking redneck from Kentucky
1: nailed Woo!
2: that. Wow, so cultured.
1: So, <laughs> so cultured. cultured. So You're cultured. dead to me. Yeah,
2: but I... Uh, I hate it when people like hang trash from the ceiling and call it art. Like that is like right.
1: that is that just bugs the shit out of me
2: too. How <laughs> dare they're like, yeah. It is
1: yeah, some bullshit. Is, you know, I know what you're I know what you're 000. talking about. Yeah, that's crazy. That's that's kind of insulting that they would do that actually.
0: So where yeah. are we at right now? Let's talk about your shop space in
1: yes i wanted do you do you have a grinder right now because i've seen a couple pictures and you're at a two by 72 and i was just kind of curious because you are putting out really nice knives is there thank you um what what are you using and kind of walk us through all that sort of stuff if you don't mind
2: yeah um i moved in uh with my my buddy who's like a woodworker
1: right oh uh, here we go uh,
2: He's, you know, he also works on motorcycles and stuff. But I was only supposed oh. to be here for a few months. I was supposed to go back to Chicago.
0: Right, and then all this crap um, happened.
2: Right, so yeah. he, like, I have a little bit of room. He gave me a little bit of room to to set up my a couple benches and set up. So I was, he understood like that's my bread and butter. Um, so or at least it was basically I, I put up my my grinder and stuff here, but I I. Uh, wanted to respect him and the fact that he didn't want a whole bunch of equipment and the fire stuff so I do my heat treating elsewhere so I do a lot of like some welding some metal finishing but a lot of the grind prep and handle work here in my garage and which is A lifesaver during the shelter-in-place. Like I really was so grateful to have. I would have gone
1: nuts without. Yeah. So I'm Um, I'm looking at one picture. and I can't tell who the manufacturer mm -hmm. is on the grinder. It looks like an old classic KMG. Am I? Yeah. Is that correct? It is. Yes, I win. Fucking huge. Jesus Christ. (laughs) Yeah. Shout out to Beaumont. Fuck yeah. Yeah, Yeah. they're
2: awesome. They They
1: are awesome. Uh,
2: very happy with with my little little guy but um and i had just you know i had all my stuff in storage and when i you know found out i was going to be like hanging around for a while um i was like man i'm paying for all this equipment and i can't even use it i hit up my old machinist boss so i used to machine parts for electron microscopes it's this place that fixes of course of course yes (laughs) That's where I learned how to machine, um, you know, on a bridge port and a hard inch. Um, and so, you, I knew You, need you have...
1: probably have more skills than I- everyone yeah. I've ever freaking talked I to in my say, life. So well, I was going to say, everybody that's been on the uh, podcast so far, I hate to yeah. say it, guys. Yeah, yeah. suck all it. Been... Yep. <laughs> that's
0: it. <laughs> oh, guys.
1: Andrea's well, making you yeah. all look like shit now. So, so, I hate to keep coming back to Knives, but um, yeah. it looks like you... You kind of do a little bit of mixture between um, wood scales and then some hybrid scales and stuff. Do you have a preference, or is it just like ah, I want to make this and I want to put this together, or something?
2: It's just all all good. Just what feeling. whatever you're feeling. Yeah, that just day. what whatever so I, I ha- And not only that, sometimes I'm like, man, I only have this much of this material. What else can I mix with it? You know? Yeah, I'm there just you go. Yeah. To be Smart with my materials.
0: Is that yeah. like your main source of income right now? Is knives?
2: No, uh, the resizing quartz is
0: like, so oh, the wow. quartz,
2: So I have, it's an off shift. It's a weekend shift. I work three days a week. Oh, okay. uh, and uh, it's the first time I have benefits.
1: There you go. Um,
2: that stuff is important
1: whenever you get dude, older. Oh my God. <laughs> Let's <laughs> I settle in the middle age. Yeah.
2: Um, <laughs> yeah. And then I, and then the, the knives are definitely like, that's what I do the rest of the time. Uh,
1: Crazy. And those if that filled up not. on Instagram?
2: Yeah, so that's what I've been doing. Um, and like every now and then I, I go to do like mess around with the glass in the machine shops. <laughs> so I ran out us. a little space. I I moved all my stuff over there so that I can actually well, most importantly, they have the power to run the kilns.
1: that uh, so that's always a problem.
0: Yeah. I see you spent some time with um, Haley over at ACC. Yeah, yeah,
2: man. Dude, that, is dude. that guy
0: just not, like, the nicest? Like, He's all those guys. Shit.
2: Him and Colby, like, all those dudes. Colby, been, uh,
0: Evan, they're, they're all, like, yeah. Colby was
2: nice enough to, well, I let them borrow my KMG the first year I went off to, uh, to Chicago. I'm like, man, instead of this thing, like, collecting dust in a storage unit, I'm sure you guys could you know, use it, and they built Grinder Island with it. I don't know if you remember that. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. Um, those guys are just, like, a freaking wealth of knowledge, too.
2: Man, they're so down to earth, too. Yeah. Like, I really, really love them. Um,
0: it's sad, because I, I miss
2: them very much, uh, and I was, yeah, I was taking Haley's class and right before COVID, and COVID, yeah. we were ju- I was just about to, like, knock it out, like, with this crazy um, project that I wanted to do is going to involve like bearings and everything. It's going to be really kinetic. Uh, But yeah, so I'm trying to actually, thanks for reminding me. I'm probably going to look into taking another class. He's actually um, Haley. I hit him up to see if he could let me borrow his uh, press and kind of mess around.
0: Oh, cool. Yeah. Hell yeah. You got to get up to Johnstown one time and check it out. Yeah, with, uh, I can't wait. Um,
2: Nick Anger keeps, keeps telling me to do that.
0: Yep, yeah. yep. Nick's been up there a couple times. That place yeah. is amazing. That place is mind-blowing. Yeah. Just from a machinery standpoint. Like, Pat and Dan have a awesome thing going in the facility, the teaching that they're doing. But just the machinery and the history in that place is just like, you feel like you're like two inches tall when you stand in that place. Because awesome. everything's just giant and big and it's very cool.
2: I love that. Yeah, that that will definitely happen. It's on the bucket
0: list for sure. So where do you go from here? Just keep going, oh, keep making knives. Um, you don't know. Yeah. I'm <laughs> She's just like, gonna...
2: fuck,
0: <laughs> fucking knives.
2: <laughs> well, yeah, man. I'm gonna keep doing this because, like, I look. Let's be real. Like this, right. this situation is not going anywhere. Yeah. We're probably gonna be. I'm as I'm anticipating being like just. Hermiting for the next year. Uh, right. I don't think there's going to be a vaccine anytime soon.
1: Yeah, uh, that's just tex- time. And Texas is kind of straight fucked right now with everything.
2: Yo. Oh my god, dude. Let me, let me say yeah, something
1: else um, as I do it through here. Do it.
0: I was on the hunt for maker shirts last week. Okay, and uh, I go and Andrea has some nice fucking cool ass shirts. that I click <laughs> on them and they're all like kids sizes. <laughs> Dude, everything yeah. is kid
1: sized They're like, all kid sized like I can't wear a
0: medium, all right? You can't, well, you can't even you can't even pull that thing through his fucking hand. <laughs> it's not gonna go over his head. No, the shirt. No, the shirt design's killer. The shirt design. Man, killer.
2: yeah, actually, that was uh, that was Steve Schwartz's idea. So we have a mutual friend. It was such a bizarre, like. Small world thing that happened. I went to work in LA uh, for Neptune Glassworks, and they shared a warehouse space with uh, Nick Knutson, uh, and he's he's a amazing artist. If you guys aren't familiar with this work, I highly recommend checking it out. He also does these like paintings on brass and etches it with ferric, and they're just mind blowing. Um, so their warehouse got looted when when COVID hit
0: oh god twice jesus Uh,
2: so he you know all of them were hurting pretty bad and so we we just commissioned him to do a a design for us um just to like you know like
0: (gasps) whose forge whose forge is that the The little little
2: monster Forge. yeah
0: chuck fowler oh okay Okay.
2: Yeah. Um. Yeah. Steve Schwartz.er Like I just remember it like it's so vividly, and I just like fell in love with it. Um, yes. Yeah. I
0: and, think that uh, picture's been seen on the internet like a bazillion times when that Forge <laughs> is made. But yes, yeah, super
2: yeah. cool. Yeah. So yeah, I just wanted to to do something, and and it was just a fun project for me too. I now I you know don't really do merch, and I'm trying to broaden.
0: Um, it's cool. It looks like so, yeah. it. It's your kind of shit. It's got a little bit of every craziness going. Yeah, on. he nailed it.
2: And yeah, like, hey, his, you, you, know, just think of Steve it's and perfectly. and do your thing. Yeah, and, yeah. So, yo,
0: well, thank you so much for bringing up the IQ level of this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sure. is, it, is there anything oh. you want to say before we go to the masses out there who don't yeah, really know I what's going know. on? Is there anything Are we doing you a... want to get out there? Are we just, doing any uh, shout outs or anything?
2: I mean, yeah. I think I, I did a couple already. Um, shout out to Aaron Cunningham for bringing me into the Iron World. Shout out to <laughs> Art Ramirez for bringing me into the glass. And, uh, and just, is, just is this your acceptance
1: makers, speech? Man. This Absolutely. Yeah, <laughs> You've won. You've made it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah. Now, right uh, off into the fucking rainbow. That's right. <laughs>
2: Yeah, no, just keep making stuff, guys. Like, keep supporting your your, your community.
0: Yeah, a lot shit from other makers, too. Yeah. I mean, we're all just trading like, shit anyway, right? I
2: love trades, man. I'm, I'm in the middle of one. I mean,
0: even if we buy it from yeah. each other, we're still we're just trading shit. We're just <laughs> passing dollars yeah. around. Yeah, we're just moving stuff around. So Yeah, I'm slowly
2: yeah. collecting um, really awesome pieces, so. Yeah, it's, it's kind of mind-blowing with where i've been and stuff but i want to appreciate awesome. you guys uh you
0: know no on. no we appreciate you by all means you just uh elevated uh there's gonna be motherfuckers holding their pinkies out while they listen to this <laughs> oh, shit.
1: <God>. <laughs>
0: <laughs> no very good very well done if you guys want to follow andrea go to the dre stroyer on instagram is there any other social media you want to uh, promote you have your uh website is andrea de leon dot com
2: Mm -hmm.
0: that's right anything else
2: uh i think that's it i'm mostly just everything through ig
0: are you doing any commission work because it says books closed
2: i am slowly like because i'm getting some equipment and things i'm trying to slow down uh so if you want a pipe pipe or a knife yes (laughs) god um I do have a wait list going, but I'm uh, now that I'm knocking out a, a few commissions, I'm willing to take on a little bit more, more knife work.
0: So Yo, I know a lot of knife guys. It's a saturated market for all it you is. listening out there. Go look at Andrea's shit. She's making some shit that nobody else is making. And go buy her shit. Support her because she's <laughs> yes, doing please. some badass shit. <laughs> And she has to make more bongs for all you fucking pot-smoking <laughs> motherfuckers. man, we all, we all need a self <laughs> That's right. Everybody oh needs my god! Wait, what did you call them? Science. She needs to make more scientific glass. Medical god. glass, guys. Medical
1: glass. <laughs> Straight to the gutter. That's hey, before it. we before we go, Chris, I need a shop status update on your on what's going on. Uh,
0: what's going on is it's uh over hundred degrees outside, and I don't feel like doing a fucking thing.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad. Okay. No, um.
0: We're getting our uh, roofing materials next, and then we're going to have uh, – start assembling. We're going to have, like, a good old-fashioned barn raising with, like, machine machinery, though, because everything's heavy as shit.
1: Yeah, 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 yeah. So, but, like, everything kind of on task for your – End of
0: summer. End like of summer.
1: If I, I, like, if – I'm yeah, sure you like, got a couple of fudge factor, like, the, weekends in there or whatever. Honestly,
0: I got to stop promoting other people's shit and get on my own shit. That's what I need. <laughs> so, um, no, I just um, I got to just get after it and like put the building up. But yeah, it's a big task, man. It's like 40 it takes by 40. Time, man. It does in like yeah. time and money and like, yeah, yeah. you know, yeah. just roof panels are going to be like for one part of the building is like 2000 bucks and I like, can't wrap my head around spending Just on the paneling, like not even lumber or anything.
1: I don't know. So go in your shop, bang something out, sell it. I
0: don't fucking feel
1: like it. No, stop being a little bitch. (laughs) Stop being a little little bitch and do it. No, you don't. Dude, I, uh, every t- every time I talk to this motherfucker, no, hey, all the of- check out these fishing photos. I'm on the river, I like the river. I
0: enjoy the water. <laughs> That's more important to me right now. Nah, I just yeah, I man, know. like like hang hard,
2: but also just you know take it at your own pace. I mean, what's the rush? And
0: really? when it's hot, yeah. What is the see, Roy? What you're is being the rush? way,
1: dude. You're being yeah, way too supportive I'm, of this guy. No, nah, man. I, listen. I, yes.
2: only because no. I worked myself to where I've burnt myself out, man. Like,
1: yes, shot making I,
2: take time yes so like, get see after it but also like don't miss out on like the good shit I that had... summer has to offer thank I, you i miss shit. out on it so much because i'm just working all the damn Plus, time
1: i'm fucking are you are you trying out the medical part of the medical uh of course. supplies <laughs> <laughs> just chill I out should be, but I'm roy i told you we had that conversation
0: a couple weeks ago you're gonna get fucking burnt dude Dude, you I've, been, I've, been, I've, been there.
2: I've made myself so sick from just overworking myself.
0: Yeah, I have. It's, been. Like, so me- so it's like
1: mentally sick, too. Like, seriously, start, like, I've been so fucking crazy. spooled up. I, I swear I've been so fucking spooled up here lately. It's just not even funny. I don't I don't know what it is. What is going on? But these fucking trolls are just driving me so crazy. <laughs> you can't let them get to you, man. I, dude, I know. I know, yeah. I know. I know. I know. But it just like, God. Don't worry God. about it. And, Don't worry uh, about it. <sighs> it's hard Jesus. being on
0: top, isn't it? Yeah.
1: <laughs> this yeah. crown is heavy on the head. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> Andrea, hey, thank I you. Wanna, hey, I want hang on. I want to give a big Go. shout out to my buddy Rick, our buddy Rick Barter. Oh, um, yeah. Rick we Carter. just we just had lunch. Uh, he's kind of feeling the the summer stress also. The sun's yeah. blazing down on him. He's working on the farm. Yeah. Uh, and, he, and he sends me a text yesterday. He's like, dude, I just need to get the fuck out and have a drink and let's get some Mexican. I don't care about anything. So we did. And I hung out with him for a couple hours today and I love that guy. And he wanted me to tell you personally hello.
0: Oh, I thought he was no, no, he didn't. Andrea, is there anybody on Instagram that you'd like to give a shout out to that maybe doesn't have a huge following that you can think of, or if you um, want to grab your phone and go through it or?
2: Just uh, Aaron Cunningham's great. Uh, man, put me on the spot. Uh, Creative Side Jewelry Academy—they're still open, still enrolling. Uh, if you guys want to learn any metal smithing here in the in Texas. There you go, um, yeah, man, they're they're being really smart about you know, keeping everything sanitized and separate and safe. so, um, but yeah, I'm, I'm, there's so many, there's so many. right on. Um,
0: yeah, well, we'll have you back on.
2: Yeah,'d we'll yeah, i be happy you guys can cool. keep my brain some
0: more. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot it, going on in there, more than definitely so me and Roy combined. Much.
1: Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and
0: uh, shout out again to Evaporust for sponsoring this episode of the Axe and Iron Podcast, the original super safe rust
1: remover. Um, and side note, I'm actually going to use uh, Evaporust tomorrow. I'm not trying to do anything um, crazy to this Black Raven head. I want to be super safe with it. And Right on. Uh, it's got red paint on it. I don't know why in the world someone would take red paint to a black raven. They should they should be beaten. Um, but that stuff works, and it works freaking beautifully on etched heads. There you go. Thank you. That's a wrap on the Axe and Arm Podcast.